Hello, sports fans! Welcome to another episode of a sports podcast. <laughs> that, that was the intro? That was the intro. That was, that was the was intro that you decided to choose. Okay. Yeah. Uh, obviously, this is not going to be another episode about sports, because that was the one thing that all of you didn't fucking want. That was a unanimous again. decision. <laughs> um, well, but, but yeah, welcome to episode two of The Clip, uh, the sports-free episode of The Clip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening to the first episode. Uh, we are now on 11 platforms. Uh, I can't even remember how many of them uh, there are. I gotcha, I okay. gotcha. We are now on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the iTunes Store, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Breaker, Pocket Casts, CastBox, and YouTube. And any other site that we might not know we're on, but those are the eleven main ones. Those are the eleven that we have all confirmed. at the Cliff Podcast. So thank you all for your support. Um, it means the world that uh, you gave a shit about listening to us uh, just talk out of our asses for forty two minutes. Seriously though, the feedback was overwhelmingly positive, yeah. and we appreciate it to the moon and back. That was super super cool. Uh, we have a lot more cool stuff coming up soon that we will announce in the near future. I'm super excited about. Uh, but for now, welcome to episode number two, and uh, we've been getting a lot of cool requests from people, or uh, like, you know, suggestions from people on what we can kind of talk about, and uh, today we wanted to talk music, and uh, you know, just kind of talk about our favorite music, and it's kind of some stuff that we've experienced at some concerts in the past. Yeah, uh, one suggestion, I wish we wrote down who gave us the suggestions, because now I feel bad. Yeah. I forgot. But one person sent in... Uh, they want to know our top 10 bands or artists and top 10 songs. They didn't specify whether it was all time or at the moment. So I kind of just mixed them up. Yeah. Okay. I um I definitely, I mean, my top 10 artists, I think that I went more current, like more like actively. And then mm-hmm. uh, top 10 songs, I went a little bit more all time. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where mine yeah, is. Yeah, looking at my list, mine was pretty much current artists. And then I have a couple old-timey songs. And I believe that the person that uh, requested that we do this, I believe, was Claudia. Um, God, I hope that that's the truth, because otherwise, uh, you know, I've just, like, given someone credit for something. We'll do better episode three. Yeah, um, yeah. Or four, whichever one. Fucking whatever. I mean, regardless, right? Um, <laughs> so, do you want to start, or do you want me to go artist songs, or do you want to go artist, and then I go artist, and then we go song songs? Uh, let's do artist, artist, song, song. Okay, and you want to go first because you're, you're last in the alphabet. Oh, are we doing my alphabet? Yeah, you're last in the alphabet. I am last in the alphabet. All right. So, all right, cool. I'll go first. All right, all right. Uh, I'll go in reverse order. So, artist first. Uh, the bottom half of this is not necessarily in order. I think it kind of is. Uh, so, number ten, we came as Romans. Okay, that's a good one. Um, just saw them. What was that? Three weeks ago now. Um, and even with losing Kyle. Uh, it, they still put on an incredible show. All, I mean, I think that they, I think that, like, what they lost with losing Kyle, they make up for by trying to honor Kyle. So, mm-hmm. like, they were, I mean, yeah, they definitely did a really great job. How did that go? Like, who sang? Did anyone uh, take Dave a spot did or did Dave did, Dave Dave did, did both? both? And then, uh, when there were parts where, like, they were both supposed to be doing vocals, uh, one of the guitarists would, like, fill in. Okay. Um, okay. So they didn't actually get a fill No, in. yeah, they didn't replace Kyle. Which is good. Uh, and, and David, uh, David, Dave, <laughs> uh, held his own with like the clean vocals. Only the people who really know him can call him David. I'm close friends with Mr. David Stevens, so let's we we chat like that. <laughs> um, number nine, Touche Amore. 
Um, Another good one. Uh, and I mean, a, a band that I heard so many good things about for like years. I mean, they they were huge on Tumblr, like in like the when Tumblr was like a really big thing, and like they were always like yeah. Uh, and I just never really like went and took the time to listen to them. But then they were um, they were on that tour with uh, Basement and Thursday my freshman year, and so I went and saw that show, and I was like, well, I need to get my head up these people's asses and uh and i did <laughs> yeah i like what stage four stage four is mm-hmm. their most recent album yes okay i like that one i've not done a lot of listening to their old stuff yet mm-hmm. um i'm weird when it comes to songs yeah. as you know i don't like listening to songs where i don't know the words <laughs> yeah which makes it hard for you to ever like new music is <laughs> it's, i don't know like i love listening to new music but it's hard for me to actually like it if i don't know the words which is which very, is like a fundamental problem. Which is a very, which is why I never listened to We Came as Romans. I was just for gonna all say, like, it's funny because We Came as Romans was the same deal. Like, we talked about how much I love them, and you were like, "Yeah, I don't really like them." And I was like, "Well, what?" And then after being around me for a couple of weeks, you like knew the words, and you're like, "Yeah, I fucking love them." Like, yeah, because I knew the words. Yeah. All right, so who's eight? Uh, number eight is Counterparts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So right now, we don't share a single one. So far, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, love them. Love their live energy. Uh, Brendan's like a fucking poet. Like they're very yeah, talented they're, people. They're deep. Yeah. They're uh, very deep. Number seven, Beartooth. Another one that we don't share, but another great one. Yeah, I mean Caleb Como. Right? I was gonna put Beartooth because of disgusting. Mm-hmm. But aggressive was really really good. But their last one, Disease. It, great album, very, very low replay value for me. Okay. I've only listened to it front and back twice, maybe. I think I listened to it for the fourth or fifth time just, like, a couple of days ago when I was packing up some of my apartment, and I was like, yeah, okay, so this is a good album. I just haven't really given it enough time yeah. yet. Yeah. It's, it's not a bad album no, at all, but at all. as for, like, replay value, like, disgusting with, like, the lines and beaten and lips and stuff like that, like, the classic, classic bear oh, teeth. Yeah. Not not even close. Which of course, like over time, like this album will become more like classic Bear Tooth as well. Like you know, once they've put out more stuff and they've you know, it'll, yeah, one like with time, you know, age like fine wine. Right? Age like fine wine. Uh, number six, Turnstile. Wow, we are so different. <laughs> so similar but so different. Um, I mean, they put on a kick-ass show. Uh, all I mean, all the bands on my list do, but like, whew, wow, yeah. Um. Their most recent release, uh, Time and Space, was really, really good. Time and Space? Mm-hmm. We got Time and Place? We got Time and Place, we got Time and Space, uh, and so do they. Uh, turns out it was really fucking great. I think this will probably be the first one that we overlap on. Uh, number five, Ice Nine Kills. Yes, I do have Ice Nine Kills. Okay, alright. So Fantastic band. If you have not listened to them yet, wow. get on it. Um, especially their last album. If you like horror movies, mm-hmm. please listen to their last album, The Silver Scream. They write a lot of their songs based on horror films and horror literature. Their last album was on horror films. So there's Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, um, Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got? Jaws. Jaws. Some, uh, some, Saw. Saw, Saw mm-hmm. the one about Saw really was awesome. Their album previously, Every Trick in the Book, was about horror literature. So it was like... Or, I guess... Just famous literature in general. Famous really, literature. They had, like, Romeo but, and Juliet in there. Yeah. Um, they also had the one about those people stranded in the Andes Mountains. I'm not sure if that was a literature or a true story. Uh, both. Both? both. Alright, so... Yeah. So, they write a... They're just fucking... They're incredibly they're talented incredible. writers. Um, and Spencer puts on 
one of the best shows I've ever seen. Absolutely. Uh, number four, definitely one that you won't have, uh, The Wonder Years. Oh, God, no. Yeah, my much more pop-punk side comes yeah. out kind of at the top of the list. Um, I, I mean, they uh, they have done what I think that a lot of bands have struggled to do in terms of, like, changing with time. Uh, because they went from such a, like, fun-loving, like, easy core sort of, like, pop-punk band to, like, being, like, dude bros to being very, like, still having a lot of their pop-punk elements and roots, but, like, they just have grown. Like, you know, like, they're not 22 and trying to, like, make, like, something, like, funny anymore. Like, yeah. they, they've become really serious, and, uh, I mean, they write about some serious shit, like, talking about, like, the friends that they've lost to drugs and, like, losing his grandpa while he's overseas and couldn't be there, like, mm. and stuff like that. I mean, it's... They're really, really impressive uh, with how they've progressed as a band, and I mean, I've never really disliked anything they've put out. Like, uh, all I, I like all of their old stuff ha- like holds up, and then their newer stuff, like No Closer to Heaven and um, and uh, fuck, fuck, Sister Cities, um, like both mm-hmm. of those last two albums, like totally different, but like really great. Which is why I think some bands I have on my list and some bands I have on that you have on yours we listen to them now that we've been listening to them since we were 16 because they've grown up with us exactly some other brands that i used to listen to really heavy and have not even thought about listening to have grown up they have stayed at that same 17 year old sound mm-hmm. where you have to sing the chorus and then like scream the verse and then sing the, it's like the very same pattern right. every song yeah. it's a very rise record type of song <laughs> yeah not to shit on rise records or anything yeah, but, but yeah. awful um <laughs> So, yeah, but I love The Wonder Years. Uh, number three, I definitely know that this will be an overlap and probably very close up to the same spot on the list. Sorority Noise. Uh, I have them on my list, but I did not put my list in any particular order. But Fair. if I did, they more than likely be in yeah. top five, yeah. Um, I mean, wow, right? Like, Are they coming back? No. They have to come back. I, I really wish they would, but it's... It, a, yeah. They broke up over something that we really shouldn't address on the podcast. Because, like, it could be taken in so many different ways. It's just a shame, case it's, in it, point. You it's know? a shame, case in point. And, um, you know, and, and can, I mean, Cam's mental health is... is uh, That's know. the other thing, though. Besides what the, they left over, like, when the hiatus, everyone in that band struggles with mental health, especially Cam. And, um, I yeah, I see him pop up on Twitter from time to time. I have his tweet notifications on, yeah. so... He'll retweet or like something every now and yeah. then, but he rarely ever actually tweets something. Yeah, but I mean, the, I mean, for only having three albums out and not really even becoming popular until in between albums two and three, when they like mm-hmm. started going on tour with some of the bigger names, like touring with Knuckle Puck and like all that stuff, like that I was mean, a weird one. What a, like a, what a great band for like talking about the mental health issues that like are kind of overshadowed in a lot of ways, and they're definitely not the only band that does that, but like. I mean, it's just so, like, it's so honest, like... I remember when we found them. We found them on Tumblr, and then... Like, there was the, a gif, yeah. Yeah, it was the gif uh, that said, I've learned to love myself more than I could ever love you. And me, you and I were both like, that's pretty cool. That's so we looked them up. Yeah. And, like, it's a weird sound. Like, the song Dirty Ickes mm-hmm. is a really weird sound. And me and you were like, okay, for, like, the first, like, 30 seconds, we were like, looking at each other, like, all right, how do you feel about this? And then it hit, and you were like okay yeah and then we listened to a couple more songs and i remember like we were listening to them and we were like we don't know why they're so good but we think they're so good but now like we've definitely reached a point where we're like i can give you eleven thousand reasons why they're really yeah good. like like you said they're so honest about their mental health which is good because both you and i have struggled with mental health we know a lot of people oh yeah we've met a lot of people through our struggles with mental health and we like to think that they have helped us and we've helped them yeah so 
Yeah, and, like there's lyrics in Sorority Noise, like in Disappeared when he says, I've showered for the first time and it felt like weeks. It's like exactly that. Yeah, exactly. Like, absolutely. Like so. they put a lot of like what we feel into music, which I think a lot of people try to use as metaphors. Like some people will be like, oh, the butterfly doesn't fly is so high. And then they try the to. Like, is like, I really wanted to die today, yeah. but I still pulled it together. Like yeah. it's just, it's just brutally honest. They try to cover, like other artists try to cover it up, but Cam is like, you know what? Brutally honest. I almost overdosed. I almost did this. I almost did that. I almost did that. And I will put it in a song. Yeah. So, so love them. Uh, so that's number three. Number two, uh, stick to your guns. And I, I think have my them. top two are probably super obvious. But stick to your guns and Tessa. F- of course, yeah. So the story so far. But yeah, number two, stick to your guns. Uh, cool, you have them. That's great. Um, yep, of course. Yeah, they. I mean, uh, I, another band that just. I mean, I don't really. I can't think of anything that I've disliked that they've put out. I mean, they've been in the game for a long time now. Um, and I think that they've just gotten progressively better with every record. I don't think they've ever hit their ceiling. Another band that grew up with us, though. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, Diamond was definitely, like, their most iconic album to date, but, like, I mean, like, the Hope Division before that, for what it's worth before that, uh, and then, like, Disobedient afterwards, and then, um, and then fucking Trueview just, uh, being their most recent release coming out last year. I mean, uh, that's another band that, like, yeah, they just have consistently gotten better. They've never, like, gotten complacent with, like, their place mm-hmm. in the world, and, like, they're talking about some real shit too. Uh, yeah. They, they. I mean. And they're a very outspoken band too. Absolutely. Which, um, in terms of mental health, and then in terms of like the world, like just in general, movies, yeah. Just in general. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I think that they have a great message, and obviously they sound fucking fantastic. I have a tattoo for them on my body, so like obviously. And they don't shy away. Like they can be performing in a very conservative state and they will still scream their message on st- like they don't shy away from like the audience they're performing absolutely which i've never seen them get any backlash for that because i think the people who attend their shows share the same viewpoints but it's good to see a band preach what they believe in on stage and mm-hmm. not like just do like a, a use it as a marketing scheme yeah and, and to not be afraid to speak their minds no matter where they are or what they're doing and like they're straight they- edge and they're vegan yes but we are not vegan, but <laughs> but good for them. But they're no, I, I they don't do think a, all of them are. I think that Jesse, 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 yeah, Jesse and Josh, Jesse and Josh. But I, right. I could be wrong. But they're all straight edge. I believe so. Yes, yeah, I, believe so. I think that's like what they. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then obviously number one, and I mean I think this is fucking obvious. No matter what, the story so far. And anyone who's talked to you for more than six seconds would know it's the story. Anybody so far. who's ever uh, looked at my right arm or ever seen me wear a t-shirt or uh, knows my Twitter <laughs> or Instagram house. name or uh, yeah, like anything. Um, yeah, I mean, what can I say about them? Uh, I mean, they're my favorite fucking band. Uh, I mean, they were my favorite band when I was in high school because I was angry all the time, and and they were angry, so I was like, let's be angry together. But then, uh, you know, a lot of people have like, there's got there's been some criticism from people uh, who got tired of their music, they, like thinking that they essentially wrote the same album like three times uh, before Proper Dose, uh, mm-hmm. and I disagree. Uh, I mean, definitely the same kind of vibes because it's. I mean, you're if you're a band, like, you're a pop punk band from California. Yeah, there's only like, so many vibes you can explore. And like, if you're a band, like you're gonna have a sound. Yeah, like that's their sound. And and I think that they, I think that you can absolutely tell the difference between a song off of Under Soil and Dirt and then off of What You Don't See. And then, the, and then, I mean, their self-titled is way different from both of those. I don't see any similarities between their self-titled and the prior two. Hell no. But and then, I've also been friends with you for so long that I've listened to every single album they have, minus Proper Dose. Um, 
multiple times and right but because of that like you you can tell the difference yeah. a lot better you know but and then probably either way was, even if it's the same sound that's 30 songs by a great band a really like, why band. would you complain yeah. about it and then proper dose was like a huge change of direction but like a really great change of direction i really gotta get on that i mean yeah and i, I mean well uh, when we get to the songs list like you'll see like that i mean there's yeah, if i fall on there obviously spoilers but yeah um yeah, so that's my top 10 okay. um and they're all great bands so check them out okay so we overlap just to make my list a little quicker we overlap on ice nine kills sorority noise and stick to your guns okay so that's what we're three so i have seven different ones from you my top three are very obvious if anyone's ever talked to me for Absolutely. more than 10 seconds crown the empire mm-hmm. my boys uh almost made the cut for me as well yeah yeah very close I've been a fan since the day they released their first song. Like, I was just scrolling through YouTube, and I found it, and it was, like, uploaded, like, a month ago. Yeah. But, obviously, that's not the day they released the but, new song. Yeah. But it's close enough for I, a new band, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Crown the Empire, definitely um, have them on my right arm. The Color Morale, uh, have them on my ribs and on my left arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garrett... An angel sent from heaven. Absolutely. Um, talking about some guy who has gone through it and loves to, like, help others through it. That's your man. Like, he's like the cam of sorority noise. He is an amazing human being. The things that he has encountered and has gone through and has helped me. I cry like a little bitch every time I see him. Facts. And I am 22. <laughs> Um, and you've seen them, what, six, seven times now? Yeah, I've seen them. I've lost count. But every single time, I'm like... like I remember the one-year Warp Tour. I was like, I'm not going to cry this year. This, I'm like, I'm a man. And, like, third song, like, three songs in, you looked at me. And I'm like, okay, well, I tried. Yeah. They're just... Their messages and their song. Like, they're another band. They use the metaphors, but they use them well. Yeah. They're not corny about it. Um, My boy, Mac Miller. Of course. Rest, rest in, in peace. peace. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hardest day of my life. Uh, yeah. that was a really. I was also in the hospital when he died, so. Because of your uh, angioedema. Yeah, I have. Uh, I have angioedema. Um. I guess we'll get into that yeah, later. Actually, but yeah. yeah, I have edema. Angio is just a location on the body. Angio is your tongue and your lips. So I have angio and other forms of edema. Um, we should just have a whole episode where we talk about like all of the shit wrong with our bodies. Yeah, like you're uh, you don't sweat. Yeah, I saw you put on deodorant the other day. It took less than six seconds because <laughs> you don't sweat, and it bothers me because I'm like coating myself. Um, but Mac Miller, <laughs> Crown the Empire, Color Morale, Oasis. Okay, that's the surprising one. I love Oasis. Um, one of my best friends is from England, so I like I jam Oasis down his throat because I just like making fun of him. Do you do that to Sam? Yeah, that's I do it to Oasis. Sam all the time. Like that's every so time funny. Sam talks. I'll play like Wonderwall and I'll be like <laughs> and I'll be like I get it I get it but because like they were never in my top ten ever yeah but since I've been friends with Sam and just have been jamming them down his throat just for fun you like accidentally fell in love I with accidentally them? fell in love That's with them so and now funny. and they ha- even have a song in my top ten but you know that song in top everyone knows the song in my top ten um Wonderwall <laughs> no actually it's not Wonderwall. no <laughs> um Elton John I'm a huge Elton John fan but okay. you know that. Yeah. Um, I saw Billy Joel in his last show. He almost made the cut. But Elton John is fantastic. Yeah. You're going to watch Rocket Man when it comes out? Oh, yeah. yeah. Me and my mom have tickets. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, sorority Noise. Barnes Courtney. We were playing him when you walked in today. Got it. Okay. Barnes Courtney is a fantastic alternate, uh, alternative dude. 
fun show. He's coming here September 17th at the Loft. Um, you, I've never been to the Loft. You going to a show? I know I'm going to a show. But I told you, I, I'm, I don't go to shows anymore. I want to go to shows for people I have not seen. Yeah. Like, I've seen Crown of the Empire. I've seen The Color Mile. They're on hi- hiatus. Um, Forever. I've seen Mac Miller. I will never be able to see him again. But you did. In those, yeah. But I, I saw him twice. Fantastic shows. But I, I want to start spending money on people I've never seen before. Yeah. Because, um, you know, a band will come to your town like two or three times for the same album. And you're like, okay, I've seen the set list twice. Yeah. And whether they're great performers or not, you're like... I could be somewhere else. Um, uh, Ellen John, Ice Nine Kills, we overlap. Sorry, noise, we overlap. Barnes Courtney, we overlap. Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm a huge Ed Sheeran. I've seen him in concert. Yeah. Uh, it was actually his last show on his most recent tour, uh, the Divide Tour. And at the show, he was like, all right, well, this is my last time in America for like five years. I'm like, really? That's crazy. Really? So, but I'm so glad that um, I actually went to go see him it was supposed to be November 10th, and I wasn't going to be able to go because it was my mom's birthday. But I think something happened on the tour, so we moved all the dates up. And okay. I went on the 11th, I believe. And it was fantastic. Great. He does everything by himself. So he does the drums by himself, the guitar by himself, backup vocals. He has, like, a little pad, like, on his feet, and he hits all the pedals, and it controls everything. Nice. But he's the only one on stage. So it was really cool because, like, he doesn't – his stage presence isn't – as good as it can be, obviously, because he has to stand there and hit yeah. the pedals. But the fact that he can do that and Pretty focus impressive. and sing and, like, it was really, really cool. Those are my top ten. Uh, and Stick to Your Guns, obviously. Fantastic band. Um, do you want me to go into songs or do you want to go songs? Uh, I'll do songs. Okay. Uh, cool, yeah. So, uh, very similar to the band's list, uh, the top, I'll say top five are pretty much all in order. Uh, ten through six are a little more, like... I just knew I needed these in here, mm-hmm. um, and like, uh, yeah. So uh, number ten, uh, "Solace" by Counterparts. Okay, um, I'm trying to think about how that one goes. My coffin is my conscience, and I swear sometimes I'd rather be dead. Yes. Mm-hmm. Great one. Yeah, uh, I cried during that song the first time I saw Counterparts, and like, imagine crying during Counterparts, right? Like, I'm a little bitch for that. Brendan should kick you in your teeth. Yeah, he, <laughs> he wanted to for another reason. Um, yeah. But, like, yeah, I mean, I saw them on that tour where they were with uh, with Census Fail my freshman year of college, and they played that song, and I have, like, a rule where, uh, where I don't really abide by it as much anymore, but I used to, you know, record one song per set list for the bands that I really wanted to mm-hmm. see, so that way I had, like, one full song to take home with me. Um, and it would usually, if it was, like, for a band that I didn't know all of their songs, I would pick one that I didn't know, uh, but if it was one that I knew their entire set list, I would just pick one that I could, like, see myself being able to stay still a little bit better, mm-hmm. uh, so that I picked Solace, because I was like, cool, yeah, that's not as, like, like fast-paced of a song, it's a little more slow, uh, and then you hear me in the background of that video just, like, sobbing as I, like, try to scream through, like, the words, uh, and then I, like, have watched it back and been like, why the fuck am I crying to counterparts, like, Solace is a pretty emotional song. Oh, yeah, just Most odd. of their songs are pretty emotional. Yeah, but, but like just because of the way they present, like, yeah. it's like yeah, I'm crying to counterparts. Like, yeah. odd. And um, talk about a band who doesn't take anything seriously, counterparts. Yeah. Um, uh, number nine, uh, Hope by We Came as Romans, which okay, yeah, I mean just long-standing um, love for that band. That was the dream. Song. Hope, yeah, right. Yeah, dream was the yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I had a dream, and what was it? I guess around 2013, I had a dream. 
that I was crowd surfing to Hope at Warp Tour, and I got, like, high-fived by Kyle, and I was like, well, I have to make that happen, um, and so, I mean, it half, it, those things kind of came true in separate parts, so, like, mm-hmm. I crowd surfed to Hope three times at Warp Tour 15, uh, it was my first time seeing them, and I crowd surfed that song three times, and then we saw them the following year when they were with Memphis Mayfire, and, um, I crowd surfed a different song, I believe it was Tracing Back Roots, and uh and dave high-fived me as i was as i was getting to the front so i didn't get the high-five from kyle and it wasn't during hope but i crowd surfed hope and i got a high-five from dave so like so it works yeah like it happened um but that song is dope um number eight if it means a lot to you by a day to remember i mean yeah yeah if you're if you were emo at any point in your life that's gotta be i mean it's gotta be one of the most iconic songs of the scene right so yeah, and unfortunately, Welcome to the Black Parade is also, but My Chemical Romance was never good, and I think people need to... Damn. I think people Hot need to... Under, I think people need to understand that My Chemical Romance was never good. Wow. There's not one... There's four, maybe five songs that are decent to listen to. Bold takes on the cliff, man. <laughs> but, but, like, Welcome to the Black Parade, I don't know what made that song so iconic for us. It's that fucking... Like piano, the little piano key, piano key. and I, like, I'm not gonna lie, I sing it every time it's on. Absolutely, it's a rule. You have to though, yeah. like it's a rule. But like, they weren't good, and I think people gotta stop calling for them to be reunited because they have to stay broken up. They should have broken up like twelve uh, years well, ago. I definitely agree that they need to stay broken up. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, but back to but that's yeah, my take. Back to if it means a lot to you. Um, just I mean, how, how do you not cry to that song? Like, I've never, I've never cried to that song really? i don't think i've ever understood really the message behind it either it's just one of those like lovey-dovey songs like yeah i um, think the girl throws it off for me yeah yeah i don't know i feel like if it jeremy's the name jeremy's the lead singer yeah. We did. um yeah i don't know i think if it was just him it would be a little more but i think like the change of artist where like i have to like shift my attention i think it like takes it away i have no idea how to explain but oh, i've never been like so odd. i've never been you know, I know the worst of that song. Yeah, too, you so do. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but, like, that song, it it's incredible. Like, I, you know, I, I drive around with my iPod plugged into my car, and, like, I drive around with it on shuffle a lot of the time, and that song has, like, this indescribable talent to come on when it's raining. So. Like, oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's ridiculous. But like, you also have SAD. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people have SAD. Oh, I have SAD, yeah. but. I like I see it really really bad in you, and if you guys don't know, SAD is when you get I forgot what it seasonal affective disorder. Seasonal yeah. affective disorder. It's when you get sad because of the weather. Right, and so imagine like having that, and it's raining, and then that song comes on. Send tweet. Um, Send tweet. Number seven, a total flip. Uh, Keep it moving by Turnstile. Don't know that one. You probably do. Um, I don't know a lot of their song titles, but I know a lot of their songs. It's probably. I mean, it's debatably like their most iconic song. Like it's the one that gets the crowd going the most. Yeah, I've been there before, leaving my heart yeah. like an open Okay, door. I saw it. Yeah. I just don't know the names exactly. of the songs. Uh, but, I mean, that song... Like, is what it? about that one-minute one? Which one? Oh, oh, The Things You Do. Yeah, The Things You Do, okay. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah, um, but Keep It Moving is just, I mean, the absolute hype song for their sets to me. Uh, number six, Flowers in You by Touche Amore. Fantastic song. The, I mean, that was the song during their set at that show that I got into them at. That was the song that got me into them. That, that's a fantastic song. 
Yeah. Um, like, you can't stress it enough. I mean, his mom died from cancer. Same Your mom cancer. had cancer. Mm-hmm. So. And, and that's what that whole album means to me, is with my mom being a cancer survivor, and with that whole album being about his mom passing from stage four uh, cancer, and, and she had already survived cancer once before, which is an, a lyric uh, from one of the songs. But, like, having that whole album basically be about his mom and what it means, like, that he lost her and, like, what life has been like without her and, like, all the kind of regrets that he has for, like, taking her for granted Mm -hmm. while she was alive, especially while she was sick, but him not being able to really process that. So him, like, kind of still not taking her for granted, like, not taking advantage of her, but just not understanding, like, how much the little things were going to affect. But he said he definitely took it for granted because that's a lyric in the song. yeah. But, yeah, no, it hit, that song hits home. It's, for me too because my grandmother died from cancer my other grandmother had cancer lived through it my grandfather just got diagnosed with cancer last week right so like granted cancer is not the only reason the song's good but right like, but and for but, that personal connection and i mean yeah. I, I think that personal connection can exist for everyone because i think that everyone has someone in their life that has been affected by cancer yeah. uh so i mean for that reason there's like that personal connection and that emotional connection but then of course i mean the song is the song really is well put together the song is um, awesome it's a really great song. Um, number five, uh, and this is the uh, tattoo song, uh, as I call it, The Better Days Before Me by Stick to Your Guns. Okay. Um, I mean, that's off True View. Um, I think that True View might be their best album yet. And, and like, when I was deciding that I wanted to stick to your guns uh, tattoo last year, I, I mean, the cool thing about True View is that their album art for that uh, was that, like, every song had its own little kind of, like, artwork. And mm. they were totally... I don't know if it was on purpose, but they were totally drawn look, like to look like tattoos already. Oh, easy. Yeah. Easy. Um, and so... I think I, they were just tired of seeing their logo tattooed on people because like it was like always the heart or the, the diamond heart, yeah. or... I think they were just like, all right, let's give these people some like designs. <laughs> Come on. I mean, love that album art. Uh, and I love every song's artwork. And so, I mean, it was hard to make that decision of like, which one am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, I listened through the album again and again and again, and I was like, okay, I need to like pick what song really stands out the most to me. And, uh, and The Better Days Before Me was that, and then I got it tattooed on me, and um, as if I wasn't already, like, worked up enough when I hear that song, like, not, like, crying, but, like, just very, like, into it. Yeah. Uh, when that song comes on now, I mean, it's, like, even more so. I feel the same way, like, if I, I get worked up with their song, The Crown. Yeah. Their Crown is really, really song. good. Yes. Um, when my tattoo shop had a, our tattoo shop, our when tattoo our tattoo, tattoo shop yeah. had the, uh, the flash sale, um, they had a design that looked sort of like one of the pictures from true view okay so i kind of wanted to get it i just didn't have a place for it because i went in there with the intention of getting the one i got right but i took a picture of it just in case because i was like i definitely want to go back and get it because i want to incorporate it somehow but it looks really really cool and if you guys live in georgia or are local or want to plan to come to georgia at any point once in a blue moon tattoo Go to them and ask for Carrie. He's always busy because he is one of the best tattooers I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely. Um, he's I think he's booked up until July. He's constantly booked for which is crazy, but days. he will make your wait worth it. He's done all ten of mine. And he's all done three all three of yours. Mm-hmm. He he's done my brother's. Yep. He is a fantastic. He's easy to work with. Yes. His wife is awesome. She also works at the shop. She does piercings there as well. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic family. Um, professionals hell. They work their asses off. They open their new shop. So, like, they're fan- I can't say enough good things about them. Once in a Blue Moon Tattoo at Once in a Blue Moon Tattoo. Uh, definitely go check out their work. And also check out Carrie's personal page where he puts his tattoos uh, at S. Carrie Brownie. It's K E R R Y and then Brownie. Um, 
Yeah, so a quick little shout out for our artist. Um, he didn't ask us to do that. No, <laughs> not sponsored. I wish it was. Yeah, um, me too. Number four, Disappeared by Sorority Boys. I have... I do... Oh, I have one Sorority Noise song on my list, but it's not Disappeared. Fantastic song, though. Was going to put it on there, but I think it got beat out by a Mac Miller song, which fair is enough. fair. But, uh, yeah, Disappeared. Um, when you're not as as you think, which is the best way that I can really say that album title. When yeah. you're not as blank as you think uh, came out. Uh, <clears throat> when I heard that song for the first time, I immediately like felt that connection that I felt with these other songs that are at the top of this list. Yep. Like, it, like some of these songs, like it took a while to build that like really like that bond to. This was immediate. Um, I turn this song up like full blast volume every time I hear it, especially at the part like where it really kicks in, where it's like I let I let my hair down today and took a shower for the first time in what felt like weeks, which is the line that you mentioned earlier. Nope. Um, they just have this incredible knack for talking about things in the way that I like the way that I feel, you know, like, again, it's like, and like the metaphor stuff is great, but they talk about things. And even when it's not like the same situation in their life, it just always feels smack on to how I'm feeling. Like, oh yeah. Easy. Cause I shower every fucking day, but when I'm really depressed like that, like getting in the shower can really feel like an absolute like experience. So it's yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, what else? Yeah. Like seeing that song live is, it's hard to like get through without like melting down because it's just really important. No, it's a very, it's a very good song. Number three, I think this is gonna really surprise you. Uh, number three, stalemate by the story so far. Was that sarcasm? I was supposed to surprise me. Surprise you because it's not number one. No, I know if I fall, it's number one. Fucking spoilers! I, yeah, you're my best friend. I, I keep up with you. I know. Fair. Uh, well, yeah, stalemate was Give my number no one song credit. for a very very long time. Uh, like all of all time until and, proper dose. Until out. proper dose came out. Um. I mean, and it's their, it's the last song on the self-titled. It is not a song that they, like, even really acknowledge. They have never played it live. They probably never will. Which sucks. Assholes. Um, no, but it's a really great song. I think it's super underrated. And, like, other people that listen to them have, like, even, like, when I've put, like, that on, like, my Instagram or my Twitter, like, if people have been like, hey, what's your favorite story so far song? And I, like, post that it's uh, stalemate at the time. Uh, people would be like, really? Like, of all songs, like, that's very surprising because they have this one and this one and this one and this one. Like, yeah, well, I love all their songs. Like, but this one just stood out to me. So that's number three. Number two, Cigarettes and Saints by The Wonder Years. Um, I'm sure there ain't a heaven, but that don't mean I don't like to picture you there. Um, okay. Is that the one that... Okay, I got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a Wonder Years fan, so right. it takes me a little but bit. But I think you know that one, because that's one that I have, like, really... Was that off, um... No Closer to Heaven. Yes, that mm-hmm. was off that one. All right, yeah. I've listened to that album, so I know that one. Yeah, um... That had Glass Ceilings, or what Yeah, Saint Glass Ceilings is on there. Yeah, that's a also fantastic really song. song. Um, but yeah, uh, Cigarettes and Saints, uh, it's... It, that whole album, uh, being about, like, losing friends to drugs and, and losing friends to just things in general, and, uh, Cigarettes and Saints really hit home with, like, some of the people that I lost in the past, and, um, yeah, and there was, there's this incredible moment where, like, we got into, we were seeing them one night, and they played that song, and I was, like, going to crowd surf, and it wasn't planned, it just happened that, like, I stood up kind of, like, on top of everybody right as they were doing the I'm Sure There Ain't a Heaven part, it was just sick, um, that's number two, and then, of course, number one, as you said, is If I Fall by the story so far, um, that song, I, I didn't think anything would ever, like, dethrone Stalemate, uh, because, I mean, Cigarettes and Saints has now passed Stalemate just as, like, time has gone on, but Stalemate was number one 
uh, unanimously for a long time. I remember that. And um, if I follow, I, like I, I like almost didn't want it to become number one. I was like, whoa! Like, still makes me my favorite song of all time for like three mm-hmm. years. Like, this is, I don't know if I want this to happen right now. But like, I, I mean, if I follow is a fantastic song, and um, I'm very glad that they played that live at their headlining tour. Um, great song, as are all of their songs. What more can you say? Um, yeah. So that's my number. That's my top ten. Uh, so. Let's Not too yours. surprising. Yeah. Uh, mine, mine isn't surprising at all. Uh, in no particular order. Uh, 2009 by Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, first song he listened to after he died. Um, first song that um, that he wrote that actually made me emotional. Yeah. Like, his songs always hit home, but that song actually... Like, I think it was because he died that that song now does something for me. But it talks... like. I'm not sure what his actual message was for it because he never actually comes out and just like, hey, this is what... But essentially what I can infer is just like how he's gotten better over the years. And, you know, you know me. I've gotten better over the years. Mm-hmm. I know you. You've gotten better over the years. So it hits home for that. Um, fantastic song. Um, what I Am by Crown the Empire. One yeah. New singles. Fantastic song. Wow, that's top ten already, though. Oh, it was my... It, as soon as they released it, I listened to it once. I was like, okay... I listened to it again. I was like, easily my favorite Crown of the Empire song they've it's ever written. It's a great song. It's in, it has everything you need in a song. It doesn't scream, so like anybody can listen to it. Mm-hmm. Just the vocals, the instrumentals, everything. I think it's really well written. It's another band that's grown with us, mm-hmm. Crown of the Empire. Um, Don't Look Back in Anger. That is the Oasis song. Okay. Um, You know that song? Yes. Okay, cool. Because I can't sing, so I wasn't going to sing it. Um... Well, sing us a little bit. Ah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a talent I wish I had. Yeah. I was going to ask you what talent you don't have that you wish you had. Mind saying. Okay. I cannot sing worth the shit. Um, don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis. Um, I wish... Um, I wish I had, you know, non-top ten songs. Like, I wish I could put all the songs that... But, you know, I only need ten. Self-Care by Mac Miller. Of course. For obvious reasons. Yeah. Um... Sleep on the Floor by the Lumineers. That's a surprising That's one. That's a surprising one. Just an incredible song. It's like a... It's like a runaway song. It's the song... It's about, you know, leaving your family behind. Which, I love my family. Never dreamed of leaving them. But... It's the whole, like, if you need an escape... Listen to the song while you're doing it. Um... I'm on my... Or... I'm My Own Doctor by Remo Drive. Hell Yeah. Remo Drive is a fan. What? They're like 20. They're young. I think they're younger than us. One Are of they? Either. Well, I'm older than you. So they're either at or around my, my they're age. They're like our age. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. Yeah. They're awesome. Remo Drive, they're releasing an album in 15 days. Another shout out that wasn't asked for. But, you know, why not? It's wild. Like, I, I told you this earlier, but it's really wild that, like, you ended up being the one that, like, followed up on them just because of, like, the fact that, like, they're way more up my alley. Yeah, I'm but, not like, a pop-punk person. But you're the one that ended up following up on them, and I did not after we saw them with Sorority Noise, and you ended up loving them. I think they're great. Uh, when we saw them live, they were really awesome, but I just have never taken the time to listen to them. Fantastic. Uh, that's one of my favorite songs by them. Um, Nolsey by... Yeah. Uh, by Sorority Noise. That's the song I have to cross her to. That's the song where if we're in a group, everyone stops and, like, lets me have my moment. Exactly. Um... There's a song, there's a lyric in there where it's like, you'll always be the reason I stay clean. And that's 
where I adopted the song. Yeah. Um, Avion, or Avian, however you want to say it, Ben Mac Miller, mm-hmm. has one of his best verses ever in it. Um, Piano Man and Rocket Man by Billy Joel and Elton John. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rocket Man wasn't going to be in my top ten, but if you watch the music video for it, it's an incredible music video. It, it ha- doesn't have Elton John in it. It's a little cartoon. It's like one of those cartoons that it's like the outlines are like really clean and stuff, but all the coloring is like outside the lines. It yeah, looks yeah, like. yeah, yeah. And it's just like a dude's whole journey. It's like he like drops into the ocean, and it's like just him and like a whole like blue screen of water and it's like i don't know the music video is amazing and i just love that and plus the song itself is really good and i hope the movie that comes out in 15 days is going to be really good as well so are you saying that rocket man comes out on the same day as the remo drive album yes another shout out brand new conspiracy theory oh god (laughs) you want to talk about conspiracy theories no not yet (laughs) so is that all your is that all your songs that top 10 yeah that's my top 10 cool yeah, so, I'm pretty. I'm, both of ours weren't too surprising. We had a couple. Yeah. Couple that were surprising, but nothing too bad. I think I'll probably make a Spotify playlist with all of these songs. Um, Ooh, that'd be good. We'll call out. it the Cliff Playlist. The Cliff Playlist, yeah. Cliff Podcast Playlist. The Cliff Podcast Playlist. TCPP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll probably do that, and then we can maybe even throw like something together that has like a couple of things from each of the top ten artists as yeah. well. Which yeah. will kind of overlap, of course, um, yeah, with the both. songs list. But, yeah. Uh, maybe we can do, uh, like, I have three Mac Miller songs in my top ten. So, I'll put those. But, like, I have one Crown the Empire song. I'll pick, like, maybe another one. I'll put two Colored Morale. We'll just put two per each artist. Yeah. Unless, and, what, between both of us, we share only, like, three artists. It's a good, like, 30, 35 it's songs. Good 30 songs. So, go check it out. We'll drop the link with our podcast. Well, yeah, we'll put that out there. And, um, you know, we'll... We'll let y'all listen to it, and uh, I mean, I know that there are going to be some people that have already listened to a lot of these bands, and there are also going to be some people that aren't necessarily into some of these bands, because it is, like, on the heavier side, and there's, like, the unclean vocals are definitely not for everybody, but um, there are definitely some great bands on this list that I think are for everybody. I mean, I think The Wonder Years is really one that can be for a lot of people, especially with their newer albums. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Obviously, like, Oasis and, like, you know, those people are, like, fucking iconic, Um, so and those are very easily accessible that's why they got as popular as they did because they can reach such a wide spectrum of people oh yeah so but yeah um i think that we can wrap up for this yeah 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 we had an itinerary but we've talked for almost i guess an hour i'm not looking probably close to i would say but i i I mean we're gonna look at this and it's gonna be like 38 minutes we're like oh close to an hour yeah Yeah, almost but But, um whatever but yeah um we have so many topics coming up we have something really really cool coming mid-june that we don't want to announce quite yet because fingers crossed nothing happens yeah we don't want to jinx it um we'll we're gonna save that but later on but we have a i mean we are seeing all of your suggestions we appreciate them very much they are all coming we are trying to space this out so that way we are not just doing like three episodes where we like talk for two hours and then we have nothing left um so you know if you have sent us in something we are going to find a way to work it in we have a screenshot we have it written down we are Trying our best to, like Jared said, not to get to, like, mid-June and be like, all right, well, we're out of ideas. Yeah, we've done four episodes and we're fucked. Yeah, yeah. but no, uh, keep sending the ideas and keep sharing our podcast. Yes. We got, we hit a lot of viewers in the first week, mm-hmm. which, I mean, a lot is what, like, a little over 100. But I think that's, we broke 100 just, like, yesterday, But maybe? that's 90 more than we expected we would Absolutely. Have. So, the feedback has been incredible. The sharing, the shout-outs, the follows, 
overwhelming support. Yes. Um, we appreciate it beyond words. It really um, means the world. Um, so with that said, um, social media plugs. Uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, the at is at the Cliff Podcast, as are all of our other ads, but you can also search us by finding the Cliff with Jared and Dante. That's the full page's name. Uh, and then you can go to at the Cliff Podcast on Twitter or on Instagram. You can uh, listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Anchor, and then seven other platforms. Uh, yeah, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Castbox, the iTunes Store, Radio Public, Google Podcast. It the list goes on. And honestly, after we drop this episode three, we could be hitting you with a few more platforms. But we can't say it enough. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, thank you for sticking around after week one to watch week two. Yeah, I mean, and wherever you're listening from and um, whatever you're listening on and all that stuff, it means the world um, for people that are coming back, especially because the fact that you listened to us talk for 42 minutes last week and we're like, I want to do that again. Uh, it means a lot. And um, hopefully the cutting out of the sports will make you not need to skip 10 minutes of it like yeah. last week's. Um, but we're going to try what every Saturday? We're going to try to do this every shoot Saturday. Every Saturday. Um, I don't see where it would be an issue. So we're going to keep doing that. Um, thank you so much again for all the support. And uh, thanks for jumping off the cliff with us. We'll see you next week. Take care of yourselves.